Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. You've got BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. One of our favorite guests each and every time that we have him on is Eno Saris. He's a baseball writer for The Athletic. If you want to learn a little bit about pitching, you should be reading Eno's work over there. You can also follow him on Twitter. He's at Eno underscore Saris, S-A-R-R-I-S. Eno, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the Cardinals pitching additions that they've made so far this this offseason. You know, they get the big front end guy with uh, Sonny Gray, and then they add a couple of innings eaters at the back end with Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. When you look at it in its entirety thus far, how do you feel about the three pitchers that the Cardinals have acquired? I I feel like it's all right. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I like the Sonny Gray signing a lot, actually. Um, I, I think he's he's worth that money. Uh, he recently uh, uh, redeveloped his slider. You can call it a sweeper if you want, but it's a, it's a very horizontal slider. And so now he has two really good breaking balls. I think people in St. Louis know how good an elite breaking ball can be, even for an end-of-career guy, you know. And he's not even uh, quite as old as the other two guys they signed. So, um, I think Sonny Gray was a great signing for them. I think he can be, I don't know if he's a, a, a number one among all of the number ones, you know, I don't know if he's like a, a top 15 type pitcher in the league. Uh, but um, I think he was a great signing. The other two, you know, Kyle Gibson, Miles Michaelis, uh, Lance Lynn, they're kind of similar. They're just like, they, they're guys that have a bunch of pitches, have command uh, in good years, um, you know, can have a good year, can have a bad year, uh, will pitch you innings. Uh, and I think there's some pressure on this offense that has the pieces to be one of the best offenses in the league uh, to play the way it can uh, and win some of those 50-50 games that those guys will pitch. So I'm going to give them an incomplete, I guess. So to make it a complete and in- would you call it a successful offseason? Do they have to acquire somebody that's better than Sonny Gray? Uh, there's, 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 there's ways that, like, I look at rotations two ways. Um, one is the rotation that gets you there, right? And the rotation that gets you there uh, is the rotation that can help your team win 87 wins, right? You get into the playoffs, you roll the dice, and you go. Uh, the rotation that you have once, once you get there is another question. And right now I think they have one pitcher that I would want to start um, in a, in a, in a five game series, you know, like one pitcher I'd be very excited to start. So yes. 
I think if they want to go further into October and not just get to October, I think they need another pitcher at the top. So, you know, I, I think the next route that they're going to try to go in that regard, there was a report today from your colleagues, um, Ken Rosenthal and Katie Wu, who suggested, hey, the Cardinals are at least interested in going out and acquiring Dylan Cease via trade. Now, the asking price for him is obviously going to be exorbitant. He's a young pitcher. He's very good. He's talented. He's had big time years already in his career. and He's got two years of club control at a reasonable price. So I get why the Cardinals would be interested. I also get why like 20 teams in Major League Baseball would be interested in him. Tyler Glass now is out there. Sounds like Shane Bieber's available. And then we'll see what happens with the Mariners if they were to go out there and make one of their pitchers available. Glass now and Cease, I think, are the two guys that we focus the most time on. If you were the Cardinals, would you, given the asking price that we know is going to be a lot different for those two, would you prefer one over the other for the Cardinals? Um, I, you know, there's there's some similarities uh, between these two guys. Um, if you, you know, I've got a number called Stuff Plus that just tries to uh, put together. Uh, just the physical characteristics of a, of a pitcher's pitches, and uh, and give you a sense of uh, how good their stuff is. And uh, these guys are both uh, near the top of that list. Let me see what I've got here. Tyler Glass now seventh uh, in the league in stuff plus. Dylan Cease thirteenth. Other guys at the top here are Spencer Strider, Bobby Miller, Garrett Cole, Shohei Otani. Uh, you know, so it's a it's a, a list of the the best stuff in the in the big leagues, and they're both on it. Um, so I like that part. Uh, Cease has shown to be better uh, health-wise. And I think with class now, you're you're hoping for 100 to 120 innings again. Uh, with Cease, I think you can pencil him in for more 150 to, to, to 180. Um, plus, you get two years of him. So I would rather have Dylan Cease. I, I know the command isn't always there, and he's coming. He's not coming off the best year ERA-wise. But I would rather have Dylan Cease and work with him uh, to improve that command and to uh, do certain things with his pitches, just knowing that I get the innings and I get two years, then you get to the price. So I don't know what the price is. Is it Gorman? Is it, you know, is it, is it just minor leaguers? How many minor leaguers is it? You know, I I was really impressed with Victor Scott at the fall league uh, when I was there. Uh, Do they want him to be their center fielder of the future? um, Or are they okay trading him away? Um, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it, it depends on the price a little bit for me. Um, but I prefer Dylan Cease just uh, between the two pitchers. Let's say it is Nolan Gorman. Does that change your opinion? You know, because I know you mentioned that the Cardinals have that scary offense going into next season. Uh, man, I'd much rather have uh, Nolan Gorman in hand. And, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that I would say is that I would try to hold the line for a little bit because, you know, the Aaron Bummer trade was not a big deal. It was just a reliever. But one thing that I saw in the Aaron Bummer trade was that their, their, the White Sox are so bad, their organization is so needing of talent, that they were willing to take, like, six players that the Braves were probably all going to designate for assignment. You know, and so if I see that trade, I say, oh, man, White Sox, take my poo-poo platter of all of my, you know, level two. Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, and guys in the minors. Yeah, exactly. Like, take take quantity uh, because – and that's also been what the Cardinals have done in the past, right? To get Goldschmidt, to get, you know, to get the guys they've wanted. 
they've tried to put together a, 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 like a, a large assortment of players um, and, and not give up necessarily uh, pieces that they want to keep around for the future. So, um, yeah, I would say that I think they can make this deal without Gorman. Interesting. Um, out of curiosity, you know, one other guy that we've brought up, and you brought up Bryce Miller, who was really high in your your rankings for Stuff Plus as well, and uh, that's that's a name that pops out for sure, given the Mariners and what their plans are going into the offseason. Another pitcher from their staff that's coming back from injury right now is Robbie Ray. You know, there's been some, some stuff percolating that maybe he... Uh, Blake Snell would like to go back to Seattle where he's from and pitch for the Mariners. I don't know what their interest level is in him, though, so it's unknown. If they were to make Robbie Ray available to make that kind of a move, and we know Jerry DePoto is a crazy person. Maybe he would be interested in doing something like this. Is Robbie <laughs> yeah, Ray totally somebody that would... Blake Snell and trade Robbie Ray. That's totally <laughs> something you would do. <laughs> right? Thank you. I appreciate that you're in on this with me. Is he a guy that you would be interested in if he became available here in St. Louis? I think so. Um, I think in, in that case, um, you would be paying a lot less. Uh, because you'd be taking on money, you know, and, and it'd be almost like, you know, getting Robbie Ray in free agency. Um, and you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't, uh, be sad, too sad to see the players go that went, you know what I mean? Um, because you, you're paying for guys coming off injury and he has, uh, he has money attached to him. So, um, I, I think that, uh, that is an interesting way to go. Uh, if I rank them just on talent, I have Ray behind Seath and Glass now. Does he rate well in your stuff metrics, though? Win healthy, he I guess. Really. So. Oh, interesting. He doesn't really. It's surprising. Um, but one thing is his slider, what he is a testament to is how much of a slider league this has become. He has, uh, by Stuff Plus, a, a slightly above average slider. He throws it like 45% of the time, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, if you have a good enough slider, just throw it a ton. You know, I don't know if necessarily, I mean, Sonny Gray did that last year. I don't know if that's necessarily a thing that all the Cardinals have done, but it's the thing that the league has done. Sliders are, have risen every year, year over year for like 10 years running. We're talking to Eno Saris for just another minute here on 101 ESPN. You can read his great work over at The Athletic and be sure to follow him on Twitter as well at Eno underscore Saris. Eno, final question that I had is about a piece that you wrote earlier today. I found it to be really interesting to read about some of the up and coming people in Major League Baseball that are either on the front office side or on the coaching staff side of things. You did not have anybody from the Cardinals on this list, and that is something that we've talked a lot about when it comes to the brain drain that's taking place here. Did you have names that came up in your research for this piece that were associated with the Cardinals, or is this something that they should be trying to do within as well as to, to get some of the brightest and youngest people into the organization again? Uh, I think that they... You know, the thing that everybody wants right now uh, is player development. It's the hardest thing uh, to get right, and it's hard to keep right because if you keep hiring good coaches, they go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they get hired by other places. And so it's something you have to stay on top of every year. You have to keep hiring great coaches, just knowing that you're going to lose great coaches in the future if you're good. And that's what's happening in Houston. You know, I reported my number one name on that list was Sarah Gellis, and uh, she's come, she's been with the Astros since 2019 doing uh, director of R&D. You know, well, the Astros are kind of the flagship for player development and R&D. 
And so, yes, of course, she goes and gets hired by the Pirates to be an AGM, and uh, they've had plenty of people leaving Houston. They have to be on top of it and continue to hire. I think St. Louis, uh, within player development, there's a strong respect for their ability to turn out players, uh, position players. And when you look at their hitting program, I just talked to what I said. I was really impressed with Victor Scott. He was telling me about the different benchmarks they give him, statistical benchmarks, the different drills they give him in the offseason. Those are commensurate with the best hitting programs that I've heard of. You know, the things that he was talking about are what I hear from other teams when they talk about developing hitting. And you can see it. The hitters come up and they hit. You know, they're even Dylan Carlson is not the best outcome, but he's a major league player. You know, the Cardinals are good at that. What they're not so good at is pitching development. And also, the author of that hitting program is gone, you know. And so, you know, there's, you know, is, is it, is it going to keep going? Have they hired good enough people to keep it going? I think so, but uh, I'm not sure. On the pitching side, they are hiring. They are looking. They're looking for people. And so that's why they will be somebody that might read this list and look for people to poach off it. Interesting. Hey, you know, we appreciate the time as always, man. Always great to catch up. If we don't talk to you before Christmas, happy holidays to you and the family. And hopefully we'll chat again soon if the Cardinals end up making a big move uh, with one of the pitchers that we discussed today. Yeah. Are you guys going to the winter meetings? We will not be there. No, I'm going out of town this weekend, actually. Uh, and we, we will not be. Our company is not paying for us yeah. to head to the winter meetings. You know, if you got room in your suitcase, I'll go with you. Yeah, no, it's all beer. But, uh, <laughs> okay, well, now I really want to go with you, you know. Yeah, come on out to St. Louis. Let's put together a meetup here in St. Louis. We'll go out yeah. to Side Project or one of the good we'll, local yeah. breweries We'll in do town. our own winter meetings here in St. Louis together. Exactly. I was supposed to do one. Uh, I forget why. It was I got COVID, right? COVID Wasn't it COVID? Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll try to get one together. And then thanks for having me, guys.